0: Cock-a-doodle-doo, motherfuckers! It's 3 o'clock on a Sunday, and I'm heading to the Renaissance down in Westgate, Glendale. I'm gonna play in the lobby for 4 to 7. I've been playing there now for 4 years. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, COVID, obviously, I didn't play there much. But uh, I'm back, and... uh, happy to go there i got a bunch of new songs i'm gonna try to work on doing i'm truly trying to push working on new songs even if i'm not doing them at the house practicing i'm just pulling up my ipad and just ripping through them like what the heck i can do this shit i can do this shit problem is i don't the, the the ipad sucks i need to get like a nice one i got like a cheap samsung one i need to go out and buy a nice one but you know it costs money to do that money 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 I hate it. Funny when you get a little bit of money, always feel like something comes up, and you have to go put money on it. You know, that's what happens when you're when you don't have a bunch of money. You know, you keep thinking, "Oh, I got a couple extra hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, whatever," and then something happens. You know, Um, I I uh, got my car sent out to Tennessee, and it needed tires. It's actually Amy's minivan. So when I got there, we bought tires actually two years ago for that van out in Tennessee. And it was 500 bucks for all four tires. Pretty good deal. Now it was 750 bucks. Like, damn, that sucked. You because know, I just bought a house. I've just been throwing money out like, like, got all, I had all this money saved, and I felt like, yeah, yeah I feel like I got some money, and now I'm like, damn, I'm trying to stress out because I don't have a nice fat uh, savings account anymore. You know, it's like not, doesn't make you feel good. But I did that for years. I've been broke most of my life because I'm, um, you know, just don't pay attention. Uh, but you gotta pay attention. So anyway, I got a check from uh, APS. So I got, you know, I changed the address. Lived in my mom's like an APS. I'm like, ah, here's like a fucking final bill or some bullshit, you know. I opened it up and it was like a check for $760. I was like, damn, how'd that happen? Like, you know, you know, when you start doing shit right, you know, you you reap some benefits. That's the truth, you know. And when you're doing shit, doing dumb shit. You know those things that you don't, you know the little details that you don't pay attention to, they come back and bite you, and then you think the world's against you, but really it's just your dumbass. That's the truth. Did you hear that, motherfucker? It's just your dumbass. Mm. At least it is in my case. Um. Yeah, man, all going good. Yeah, man. So, um, I uh, fuck, I don't even know what to talk about. So I'm trying to sell, help my mom sell her house. Um, I had two realtors come over so far, both guys are new, Um, and um, you know the market's changing right now and my mom lives in a pretty good location, it's 43rd Ave, and Dunlop, central located and um, really it's a good spot, but the the neighborhood isn't great, but there's some plus sides, there's a lot of um, buildings going up as far as um, you know high-end stuff. Uh, around the metro center area. I guess it's supposed to be developed pretty soon So, you know that neighborhood could be pretty good after a while Um, trying to sell the house for her. so, um, you know, we went through um, Offer not offer up offer pad. I think it was one of them and an open door and then Zoo deal or some other stuff. It's kind of like a cash deal broker kind of thing I guess they come in and they give you an initial offer and then they come by and then they, you know, hit you with all these fees and shit like that, and then it's never what you think it's going to be, what the bottom line's going to be. So the last one we did was like, all right, well, we think we're kind of, we're close to where we want to be, not really, but we were close, and it was kind of like, well, you know, we take this money, it's a big chunk of change, let's just run with it, you know? And then, um, so, you know, we uh, were looking at it, and then we found out there was like an additional fees that we had to come out of pocket with it was like dude we don't want to do that we want money in the bank we're in the driver's seat we don't want to be you know fucking around with that so eh, anyway long story short we went through it i had my my oldest brother look at it if you um if you haven't heard him um he's a pretty smart dude with notre dame i bash him all the time because he's super liberal actually he was uh one of those twitter guys uh that was going crazy on with trump for years that shit just drove me nuts. I'm like, dude, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? What happened to you? I don't know. A lot of people got fucked up over that. Maybe it's time for me to get over it. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, I had him look at it. And sure enough, he found, you know, some spots. Because that's what he does. He does forensic accounting. So he's always looking at those kinds of nerdy shit that most people don't even want to read. And he does it for a living. You know, that's why he gets paid uh, Kazooku bucks. Kazooku and um yeah so he was like yeah what's this so we you know we asked the realtor and he's like yeah man it's the first time i you know i dealt with this company and i see that now and you know they were they were, they were going to take care of it but they couldn't do it like in a cash way or a check way it was kind of like i don't know i just got like i was like i don't know i don't want my mom to. i want i want it to be real clean for my mom she's in the driver's seat like she doesn't own anything on the house she doesn't have to move you know what i mean she but she, she wants to be around family so in one breath she kind of has to move but she doesn't have to move so we don't need to like get jammed up and come out of pocket and maybe it would have been okay I don't know I just felt like it wasn't the best thing for her at the moment and plus there's there's fucking companies they send you the document saying okay you're gonna get x amount of money and then you got to come out of pocket when you read the thing and then they come out and they can start looking around and go well we didn't we didn't know that you know this was there so we want to you know, it's gonna it's gonna be more. You know, we're gonna take more money. We're not gonna we're gonna give you less. And uh, yeah, I was like, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna you know they got us on the hook. They want to see you know what we're you know you because know, I guess if you sign that document, uh, it must increase the probabilities of you actually going through with the sale if you sign it. Because why are you doing it to begin with, right? Because the house is as is. It's a piece of shit. Or you know you have to move. You gotta take the money and just run. I get it. <clears throat> and that, you know that's for somebody. So I don't know what I'm gonna do now. I have a, a guy that uh, comes in to lots of my gigs. He and I talked a little a little bit the other day, and and I think I'm gonna reach out to him, pick his brain a little bit more. Um, I had some guys, you know, tell me to put it on the MLS and Zillow and and Realtor.com and and see see what we kind of get for it. You know, kind of sell it as uh for sale by owner kind of thing, and um, you know. But then I have another friend that I went to high school with. Um, who lives in here so i'm gonna have her come by and look at it maybe we can get like a cash deal and then maybe she can just sign to help me sign the paperwork and you know get it through title and i can just pay her a flat fee so that's what i'm thinking about doing i think that's probably the best uh best way to go about it and um you know just got to make sure mom gets the most money um, for the house it's as is so we don't want to do any upgrades and you know that puts us in a certain category some people don't have vision like my mom doesn't want to go into a house but she has to do upgrades like you might get a better deal in the house but you got to dump 50 grand 60 grand and you know with the way the world is it's like dude three months we don't know we could be shut down again i mean that's the reality we literally could be shut down and and no one wants to deal with that shit so we want a clean slate and i got fucked before you know years ago uh, on my own you know, it was my own fault, you know, we waited too long, put the house on the market, didn't sell it in time, and then end up losing a bunch of money, you know, and uh, it was my fault, I still blame my old lady for it, because, you know, I was listening to her, Um, so we blew it, we blew that one pretty good, but, you know, that's life, Um, what else, man, what else do I got going on up in this bitch, anybody listen to this motherfucking podcast, I'm just talking um, yeah my, my, it's funny my daughter and my son were talking and I like dad do you talk to yourself in the car I'm like nah I not really I said well I do podcasts like so maybe I guess that's kind of the same thing and they're like see dad does it too I'm like well I don't talk to myself like for self help maybe I do you know it's just kind of like uh, it's for the show for the entertainment entertainment value documentation for like verbalizing it's like a journal that's verbalized <clears throat> i don't know um yeah if i had some real content to talk about i'd talk about it but there's really you know i mean here here, here's what i know uh okay let's talk about let's back up here let's talk about some cool stuff so my son my youngest son's playing basketball Val state uh apparently it's a really good jo- uh, junior college so there's a lot of uh high-end athletes in there and um you know, I think he's he may have a chance to play <clears throat> and even start if he, you know, plays his cards right and keeps working. He's been doing a great job. But there's other guys on the, that played on the squad or actually were in the school who got with the school and they quit already. They they haven't made it through three months of graduating high school after they've been signed and quit. Um, and I really feel like it's a testament to you know their character and how much heart they have. I mean, I think a lot of them are titty babies in some sense they might you know be tough competitors but um, only in a controlled environment not when they're uncomfortable you know when you're alone and things aren't going good and you're suffering you can't breathe you know goes back to jiu-jitsu like you know are are you able to to get in a position where you can breathe and live a little longer and then those kinds of things you know Um, you know but you know he's out there by himself I mean no friends just my wife's out there uh, but you know the online the schools are pretty much online for most of his classes he's got one or two classes where he has to go in and he's met some of his teammates you know he's he's making it work and it's you know it's uncomfortable you know not knowing anybody but you know when you're a dog I and mean, you' you know you just you just want to win and complete and you don't think about anything else but that stuff and you don't have people you know and he always has us supporting him we don't talk about the what if Bullshit stuff that people do that put that shit their kid that shit in their kids head you know. Anyway, um, I don't know why I brought that up. Thought that was kind of cool. I'm just proud of my son, you know. The fuck, why not? Um, yeah, and uh, my daughter started a new job. She's working at the Bluebird Cafe. It's in Nashville. Outside, it's in Greenville. I think actually, it's just right outside Nashville, but it's a pretty big deal. If you never heard of it, um, it's not just some you know, ordinary bar or restaurant um, it's where all the songwriters uh, it's historic it's a horse historic Nashville's a uh, historic uh, songwriter location where you know tons of these songwriters were discovered or uh, their songs were discovered uh, it's a small intimate place you gotta make reservations to get in there um, so pretty cool um, so she's got that going on and what else um, oh, sucker. Come on, bro. And then, um, my boy, my other boy, got a job at the Sheraton. Um, so he's, you know, he's been in the hospitality business for a couple years now. And he's working at Sheraton, so that's good. And then, cool thing is my buddy, his son, is actually in the same business and with the school for that stuff. And I think he's a GM at one of the downtown, uh, resorts in Nashville. And, um... So I'm hoping that works out for him and hope he stays down there and then maybe Sammy and him, um, you know, could end up working together and that'd be, would be fucking awesome. Um, they've known each other since high school. They play basketball together. Um, I don't know. would be kind of cool. And plus him and his dad, um, you know, we're, we're good friends. So, uh, it's kind of cool how that works out. Right. Um, mm, 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 what else here so i'm about to pull into the renaissance i'm about to rock out up in this Magadogga. and uh, i hope you all have a great week and i'll talk to y'all uh soon dirty harris out yo what's up everybody it's dirty harris on tuesday morning and guess where I'm going. That's right, motherfuckers. Going to jiu-jitsu. Now, I'm bragging. But at the same time, I haven't been there in Well, Thursday. This Thursday will be... Two weeks? So, I'm going on 10 days. Maybe 11, 12 days without going. It's disappointing. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I have... I'll have myself to blame. You know, I had opportunities when I went to Tennessee to... Because I I reached out to some of the dojos that were... The academies that were associated with the... Were affiliated with the the academy I'm rolling at. And they... With open arms, they were like, yeah, come down, come down. And then there was another one that was close by that had a class that I could have gone to. And, um, you know, part of me uh, just being a newbie and... And being a little bit fearful that, you know... I just don't trust it fully yet because um, you, know, you can get fucked up in those classes, and um, I just don't need some some fucking you know fucking big time guy, you know, trying to <laughs> go big time on me and snap my fucking arm. You know, I'm now I'm not talking about I'm just talking about being a pussy, really. That's kind of what it comes down to. But I don't want to get hurt. I mean, I just and I can't afford to get hurt. I can't afford to hurt my hands, my wrists. I mean, that's how I make my money. So I have to go to these places where, you know, I think it feels safer. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, these guys in the in this gym, they, they, they come at me pretty hard, too. And they're big dudes, you know. So um, I don't know. Uh, but it's a comfort thing. You know, I see their faces a little bit, and they kind of know that I play. So at least I can go, hey, man, I'm a guitar player. And I go, oh, yeah, I can re-. you Yeah, know, I won't break your fucking wrist. So anyway, um, I'm going back today. and um, But uh, now I know... And we all know this. We we could talk ourselves out of everything and anything if if you allow yourself. And that's kind of about you know. And that's a mentality. That's a that's a characteristic thing. And I feel like that's something that I need to get better at. Um, I'm always striving for that. But man, I could talk myself out of shit uh, and make an excuse for one reason. And a lot of it's off based off fear. Um, um, if you're getting hurt. I uh, feel, you know, feeling stupid because, you know, I'm still a white belt. I don't know what the fuck. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, you know, if you never done jiu-jitsu or any martial arts before or wrestled and we wrestled, you know, i probably give you a hard time. Um, but besides that, if you got any, you know, experience or if you're a, you're a, a good athlete, I mean, you know, it, 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 it would be challenging, right? So... My point is, you know, I'm not going to go in there and I'm not going to dominate anybody. You know, it's not going to happen. I mean, the other guy's trying to fight too, right? So, um, and and I'm really just trying to get learned. I'm not really trying to compete. But at the same time, I I don't know what other people are thinking. You know, I'm still new at this. So, I'm going to the academy now. This will be my third month. And here we are. Uh (laughs) 12 days into the month and I've only went to one class in the at the, the academy and typically I'm only going to get to go to 8 classes at the academy a month anyway because I only do no gi. I don't do the gi stuff because I play guitar. I don't want to use, be gripping people with my my fingers, you know, grabbing the gi and that's a, lot of, that's a lot of strain on your fingers and everyone that I know who's done it has told me it's probably best that I stick with gi uh so anyway i'm going back today and i'm nervous just like i always am going to these classes um i'm out of shape i'm old or older and um you know i just i don't feel like i do enough and and part of it's because i'm fucking lazy i'm lazy man like i go to the gym and i work out i do i do weight training but i do bare minimum stuff man you know, I push blood through my body, and I get a little pump. And I stretch. I mean, I'm pretty good at stretching. It's probably the thing I do more than most other people is stretch. Um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I would lift light weights. I don't do anything crazy. I always feel like I'm not, not lifting enough weight. And then it weird? They go to the gym. I see these guys just put packing on weight. You know, I'm thinking I wish I could pack on on weight, but I it fucking hurts my my shoulders. You know, bench pressing. I, I can I could probably you know, put up enough weight to, you know, could be considered average or above average, you know, weight training. But it fucking hurts and I don't wanna fucking you know, be grinding my shoulders for three fucking days afterwards. Like what what the purpose the purpose of that? I'm not playing football and I'm not competing. You well, know, I don't know. It's like a bitch right now, don't I? Just kinda Meh of... meh 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 But you get what I'm saying. Like you got you gotta take care of yourself. So you gotta find stuff that works. You know, yoga's fucking great exercises uh, you can, you don't need to even do, you can just do push-ups and pull-ups and things like that, so that's kind of, you know, where I'm at, you know, I go to the gym and I really do the wellness stuff, the, the saw, the massages, uh, not the massages, the uh, hot tubs, um, the sauna, uh, the, the, cold dip, which is fucking amazing, um, and, uh, you know, the, the steam room and then the pool, you know, float around the pool and, and, uh, you know, try to just relax and work on my breathing, um. You know, just is where it's at, man. I got to get to a point where I'm doing at least four days a week. And there's lots of weeks where I am doing four days a week. Not enough, but lots. You know, I take my private lessons from Steve, and then I do my, my academy classes. And and then I supplement my other exercises with some weight training. And probably should do, should do more cardio, too. Um, you know, maybe I should start playing basketball again. I suck at basketball, though. Like, I love basketball. Um... And I, I sucked when I was a good athlete. You know what I mean? I mean, I could play because I was athletic and competitive. But I can only dribble with my right hand. My left hand, I can go, like, maybe one or two. I can go. I can get you to go... I can get you to think that I can dribble with my left until you play me long enough. And you're like, he'll never go left. He'll just go right. Um, but, you know, the guys I play with are really not much better than me. So maybe I can start doing that. Get my cardio up. Um... Yeah, that would be good. Probably need to do that. Um, get the cardio going, You know, get the jiu-jitsu going. Um, you know, I'm playing guitar really well right now. Um, got my, my, my pedal board done yesterday. Uh, if you don't know what a pedal board is. Pedal boards, you know, basically uh, it's an effects unit that kind of changes the tonality of the guitars. And you're able to have a loop pedal too, which creates backing tracks, live backing tracks. So I, I record a track and I loop it, and then I create like another track on top of that. And it makes a little four sound, and you know, it it, give, it adds some dynamics to a, an acoustic show when you're doing three hours. You know, I go, I went to Nashville. I saw um, a bunch of acoustic guys playing, and um, you know, after a while, they just everything just starts sounding the same. You know, they they, they fall into these rhythms where the, every song is at the same tempo, the strumming pattern's the same. You know, and they're country songs, so they're not, you know, is isn't like they're that difficult to play. Um, they're, they're cowboy chords, you know, they're, you know, four chords, maybe, maybe five chords, you know, if they have a change in the bridge or whatever. But, so anyway, with the loop pedal, I'm able to, you know, make, be more like da- dynamic and creative and, you know, make up stuff on the fly, you know, um, stuff that I won't remember later on, just kind of making it up. And some, most of it's pretty good, I would say. And some of it's, um, uh, trial and error and, and you know i might hit a bunch of wrong notes or or even a chord progression uh, here and there but it's to the point where it's like did that sound like shit for you know and then and then it's right back to sounding good again so yeah you know, unless you're a guitar player or a musician you, you're not going to notice it um <clears throat> but i'm getting better at that and that's you know that's my livelihood the other thing i got to get going is um You know my whole family just moved to tennessee and i'm here with my mom trying to sell her house and we got some momentum Uh, a couple realtors friends that came over and looked at the house and we were going to list it you know but we we got a lot of obstacles you know my mom doesn't want a bunch of people visiting the house to look at it she doesn't like the idea of people you know coming in it's an inconvenience for her and i get it my mom's will be 80 next month Uh, so trying to work around that you know we um We we looked for cash offers. So I had another friend come over and we talked about cash offers. So he went down that route. Exactly what I asked him to do. Um, You know, and the the problem is my siblings um, are, are it's only a problem. Um, You know, you just get, you get too much input. My mom can only take so much. So it's better if I, if I'm not including them. As much, basically, if I need them for something in particular. Like, my oldest brother's really good at reading contracts. So, I sent him a contract over. And of course, we found there was some hidden fees in there. And, and that's why, you know, it's it, it's it's really good to have people um, that you know what the fuck are doing. And, of course, my other brother, uh, you know, he he knows what's going on, too. And he, uh, you know, he's like, don't sign anything. You know, I mean, we all know that, you know. But he's, he, he's you know, he, he just... It, 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 it's at, it's that like the way he does it It kind of adds stress to, to my mom And it almost made her like want to sign the documents Because he was telling her what to do It's kind of weird <clears throat> um, But that, there's a reason why I'm, I'm helping my mom sell the house Because I, I know my mom better than anybody And um, so yeah It's a slow process But we got a big fucking issue with the pool The pool's fucking green It's been green since I've been there And We've been running the pump all week Throwing chemicals in it We had the pool guy come over a couple times They don't know what the fuck they're doing so I, I don't know what to do So that's an issue Gotta get that fucking done Because we gotta sell the house And um, and I can't sell the house with a green pool It's gonna be difficult um, So That's where we're at So my friend uh, from New Jersey She lives out here She's gonna come out this week She's a realtor And uh, you know, I was kinda telling her what I was hoping to do So she's, she's gonna You know Help, but yeah, who knows how this is gonna go. Um, so we'll get that going, and um, you know, and then hopefully we'll just get, get going. But the, you know, I got so many, I got a lot of things on the plate that I'm all fucked up because I'm not, I don't have my routine, I don't have my family here. I'm, I'm, I'm basically in limbo, and I, I think I'm supposed to be in limbo. So I'm not complaining about it, but I'm not, I'm struggling with being good at it. Um, you know, first of all, going to the gym, taking care of myself on a regular basis. I am going to the gym, but I'm not doing jiu-jitsu, which is why I'm fucking frustrated because this is what I want to do. This is what I want to get better at. This is what's making me strong. This is what's making me healthy. And at the end of the day, I'm 50, and my fucking body hurts anyway. And if my body's going to hurt, I want it to fucking hurt because it's something that I'm doing that I like doing. You know? <clears throat> Got me? I'm fucking yelling at somebody here. Uh, here's a cool story. Yesterday, I played... Uh, at the Sheraton they had a bunch of uh, it was like a religious group there a couple thousand people actually uh, they were Hindus and they were from all all over the country, all over the world actually and one of the guys came up to me and I sang a couple songs and he was so, he was so gracious and sweet and kind and he shared a story, a love story about him and his um, future bride I guess um, they met 19 years ago and He left and didn't see her for 19 years. Um, He was living in Africa and they met in Canada, you know, kind of one of those stories. And um, anyway, he shared a whole story with me. So I played him uh, the song I wrote for my wife um, on our wedding day. Uh, It's a love song and uh, I thought it was appropriate for, you know, because it's a similar type of thing, you know, when you have that connection. So, um, that was cool. He recorded the whole song and then said it to his his wife, and she loved it. And and then he came up and talked to me afterwards and shared some more with me. It was really an honor to to be there, and it gave me goosebumps thinking, man, what a cool job, you know? I get to play for three hours. I make a nice chunk. People tip me, and then they get to share some life stories with me, and it happens every week. And um, I can't say it enough of how great... You know, grateful I am, and I, you know, I'm not even where I need to be yet as far as um, skill level and song lists, and and I'm playing new songs every week, and and I'm you know forgetting songs and and making up songs, and and you know sometimes I feel like I'm repeating too many songs. I don't know, um, you know, but you you just got to keep going and and uh, doing what you love to do and. And the other cool thing is my son just got a job there working at the front desk. He used to work at the Renaissance, the other place I played at. So now he's there. And I played this place twice a week. So I'll see him twice a week. So life is good, man. Um, and eventually, uh, when we sell this house, you know, he'll be heading out to Tennessee too. And you know, we can all be together. And that's that's the, that's the my hope um, and my plan. And then my, my youngest boy just got his schedule for basketball. And he's going to be going to Alabama, Mississippi. Florida, um, Indiana, you know, a lot of South States and then, you know, and then some South, uh, like, you know, down in Florida, I guess Southeast. He's totally excited. I am too. We looked at the schedule, so I'll be able to get to a a bunch of games out there. Um, but I got to get, I got to get full time out there. The wife is on a brand new adventure with her new job. She started yesterday. My daughter started her brand new job um, last week, um and everybody's on this cool little adventure. Um, it's pretty amazing if you think about it, you know. Um Uh I, I you know, I'm just great I'm just grateful. Grateful that we're all on an adventure together, doing different things and supporting each other and being there for each other and um <clears throat> you know, big thing is you gotta just gotta exercise, take care of yourself. Um what else I got for you? Um, complaining is so much easier than telling good stuff for me or something. I want to complain about my drive right now. So, I, my mom was on 43rd Ave in Dunlop. I have to drive all the way to like 160 fucking 3rd Ave in the freeway, which is a 25 minute sprint at 80 miles an hour. Um, you know, it's got to be done. I got to, I, you know, this is where the jiu jitsu class is. the the bummer is i thought there was a class over there by my mom's house which there is it's literally right down the street but they don't do morning classes i'm like what the fuck you know be nice if they did morning classes just as they did them like on monday and wednesday maybe i could talk to them about doing that um what else that's it man that's all i got for you um you know, just get after it. You know, I'm trying to stay positive. And you know, if you fall off the track, man, you just got to get back on it. And you know, and and not think too much about it. You're gonna have days where you feel great, days where you feel like shit, and other days where it's just you know, it's just uh, whatever. It's just that uh, you're just it's monotonous. Um, but you have to recreate yourself somehow and and uh, and stay positive and um, get out of this fucking lane where everyone's driving like an asshole. What the fuck? This... All right, I gotta go. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Yo, what's up, Dirty Harris? Just left jitsu. I survived 21 classes so far. Feels like I've been doing it a lot longer than that. It's only 21 classes. So 21 times four. 80, about 84 rolls I've gotten in. So, that's good. And then plus all the rolls I've done with Steve. um, Probably 80 rolls there. So, um, you know, and they're actually an hour wrong. So, I mean, you know, it's getting better. Um, Yeah, today I, uh, we learned how to do, um, let me see, a guard pass and then going for neon belly and then your opponent rolls to his stomach which is like a, called turtle. And then from there you post with whatever opposite knee that you're setting your your knee on belly on, you post with that hand and then you slide that same leg in that your post side is on uh, in for a hook in between your legs and then you try to grapevine that, that back ankle if you can to kind of secure it. And then uh, with your right hand you're reaching underneath kind of like an under hook type of scenario underneath the armpit and then grabbing that wrist and then uh and then then throwing the choke hand around the the throat and then rolling your opponent uh to your choke arm side and then sliding the other leg in for the the other hook and then stretching your opponent out so he can't you know to kind of compensate his spine because if he's if he's bent over a little bit he can kind of you know he can kind of wiggle but if his bent back is straight he can't even you know maneuver so you want to straighten that back out and then pin the hip with your outside leg and your inside leg kind of controlling their hip a little bit and then apply the choke and then you can do it either where like the like you're putting like a answer in the phone put your hand up to your, to your ear ear to ear kind of thing and if that doesn't work then you go in for the rear naked choke so we did that today and then we did takedowns um i worked with a blue belt just doing that stuff. Um, and you think you know white belt and then blue belt there's a big difference between a white belt and a blue belt um and you know they're just they're like uh blue belts are, are dangerous because uh they're starting to figure it out you know um so i like got reaped my knee a little bit and then he wrist locked me um he got me into a kimura and he fucking practically broke my arm <laughs> And that's the difference with this blue belt because they just get more vicious, you know. The purple belts and brown belts, they they're calm. They're not worried about, you know, if, if you you know, they're like, oh, I'll just take an easier one. So uh, that kind of stuff. And then um then I rolled with another uh it might be a blue belt or maybe a couple stripe wipeout. Uh I got him in a rear naked check right out of the gate. And then uh and then I was it was just a good roll. I wasn't I mean, I felt like I could have kept fighting for it, but I wanted to I, I just like didn't want to waste my energy on it if I didn't have it I thought well maybe I can go for something else you know you kind of have these weird mental battles like do, do, do I really want to get this position like I guess I could have wasted all my energy trying to get it or maybe I'll you know go into something else so I tried to go into like a mount position and then he was defending real well at that point I think he because because I was a white belt he might have been it took me for granted a little bit and then and then he kind of was given more of an effort but um I had him in a couple bad spots, but I controlled his arm pretty much the whole time. Um, and then he, he stuck it—he stuck it over my head, or he had it wrapped around my neck, and I was able to straighten it out and then put it over my head. And I got an arm on him there, but I didn't, uh, partly because I didn't know what I was doing. And I don't want to hurt anybody, you know. When you don't know what you're doing, I don't want to be aggressive, um, you know. Maybe when I was younger, I would have, but you know, I just want to get better. And you know, the submissions will come at some point. I want to be able to defend and then get into a position that I want to get. Like if I want to get a guy in an arm bar, I want to go get the arm bar. I don't want to just get it and you know crank on somebody just to get them to submit. So uh, so that was that one. And then I rolled with uh, Jacob, and he tapped me four times. And then he gave me a good tip because I told him when I went for the high waist, he said if I come into him, then I can he can step around me. And then he's like, if I go for the high waist, I should be scooting away, and then getting into a position. So, uh, you know, just a different idea there. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah? There's a lot, and in in jujitsu, like if, so, if somebody gets your arm, the first thing you do is you want to pull it away. But sometimes if you if you go the, odd, the odd direction they're going, it's kind of yeah, it's just like uh, aikido. You know, you the energy's going away, then you go with the energy energy and then reverse it when you can. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, and that happens a lot in martial arts. But your instinct is, I don't want my arm taken, so you try to pull it away. And, um, you know, um, so you you have to rec- recognize that um, as your, your instinct to protect yourself. And then your skill level will... Like, a lot of times you can pull it out. I mean, don't get me wrong, you can pull it out. But um, if you're calm and you know how to maneuver it, then you're like, okay, they got it. Now I'm just going to slide into it. And then I'm going to move my legs a certain way and turn my hips. And now I'm in a position where my whole body's in a position to battle. Versus I'm just escaping because fuck you had my arm. And that works. It does. But uh, not all the time. So, yeah, Jake got me a couple Kimuras, um And a couple other things. And then, uh, and then I, uh, who else did I roll with? Uh, just, uh, I think I rolled with three guys. Yeah, three guys today. And they were all pretty good roles. I mean I felt pretty good about it I felt like I wasn't Oh and then I went with Jeffrey That was the blue belt Yeah yeah And uh, I went with him again And he, he cranked my arm pretty good On a Kimura He really wanted it And I fought it at first And then he He really cranked on it um, I could have fought it off I guess a little bit longer But then I had him in a choke um, It was like an anaconda choke And I didn't have it deep enough Um, I'm trying to think. I had my right hand underneath his neck, and uh, he was panicking a little bit. I could see that, so that was kind of cool. And then, uh, but I didn't have my grip tight enough, and I let him out of it. Um, Again, I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, just you know, holding on to something just to say you got it. Um, You know, I just wanted to protect myself, and uh, so that was good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my class today. I was glad I went. Uh, I feel relieved. Um, that I got to go and uh, some pressure's off uh, my mind where I don't feel like a loser. You know what I mean? Not a loser. You know when you're doing something you want you want to keep at it. You don't want to give up on it because it does require a lot of effort. And um, you know if you if you lose the momentum, it's hard to get it back. It'd be no different, I guess, if someone started playing guitar and they were doing guitar lessons and practicing every day for you know six months and then they took two weeks off and then they realize that two weeks is huge because even like me when I went to tennessee for four or five days i only noodled on my guitar at, the, at my house in tennessee i didn't really play it i was just kind of noodling around and then i got back and played and now my fingers are super sore um so anyway uh that's it man dirty Harris out you guys have a good one like